Hello, and welcome to Created for a Podcast. My name is Chriselle. I welcome you one and all. I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It is so appreciative. In the description box will be the listening platforms where you can subscribe, like, follow, share. And if you have questions or comments, feel free to leave them on anchor.fm backslash Chriselle hyphen apps. So we are going to get into this topic, but before we do, I do have a disclaimer. I do feel that this is a doll uh, topic here that should not be shared uh, in earshot with young adults or children at this time until you hear it in its entirety for yourself. And if you want to use this for a discussion later, feel free to do so under your discretion. But please, if you are listening to this in the car and there is children around or in your home and there is children and there are an earshot where they could really pay attention, please, please, please make sure that they are not, that they are busy or just do it in your own quiet time because it is a sensitive matter. And so upon saying that, let us get right into this episode. Come through. So beloved, we are going to talk about sex and I am not going to discuss about the the act itself, but I am going to discuss about what the Bible says about sex. And clearly we are really riding off the rails at this point in time with how we sexually express ourselves um, with sex with thinking it's okay to just open up our legs to just anyone who comes our way that we have fuzzy feelings for and not understand the seriousness of how we sell ourselves short in this matter and how actually it is a sin. It is a sin to have sex intimately with a person who is not your spouse. Sex has been established as a gift from God for worship and only in this area between a husband and a wife. Anything outside of that is sin. Anything. So let us be very clear. Let us not mince words. Let us get right to the nitty gritty here and understand and make it very simple, very plain, cut to the throat. Here it is. Anything that you're doing sexually and you're not married to your husband and sharing that intimacy with him and him alone and vice versa, him sharing it with you and you alone, it is sexual immorality. You're selling yourself away. It is sin. It is wrong. You need to repent and you need to turn away. Is it that serious, Chriselle? It is very serious. The Bible does speak in depth about this. And we think now that we're in the times in which we live that as if the Bible has done away with the commands it gives about sex. But God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God doesn't have to give account to anybody. He doesn't change his mind and he doesn't repent. God is God all by himself. He is the King of Kings and God is the Lord of Lords. Jesus Christ rules and reigns and makes intercessions on our behalf because we don't always know how we ought to pray and we don't always um, can express it with words. So the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ and God, the triune, they come in and they guide and they direct. How dare we 
take this topic in particular, because I could talk about many things, but sex in particular, and just think that that's old fashioned. That is just what it was before, but I'm able to express myself however I see fit and then wonder why there is so many sexually transmitted disease, why there is molestation, why there is rape, why there is homosexuality. And people feel like, well, that's not based on how I feel about sex. But we are so off the rails with this in such error and in such a detestable state that we spark movements, that we do conversations, that we share amongst one another and the bed is being defiled all the day long. And we feel like there is nothing wrong with me expressing myself. I could sleep with who I want to sleep with and do whatever I want. It feels good. I enjoy it and I'm going to do it. And then we raise generation upon generation who think like that and don't know that they are not built for that. You are not created for that. You were not established and rooted in that. You were rooted in love. You are purposed for greater and you are selling yourself short. And it is detestable. It is shame. It is a disgrace. And we need to talk truth finally about that. So what does the Bible say? I'm going to say the word often and it is the word sexual immorality. What does that mean? There is an app I use. It's called Got Questions and it is a amazing app. It discusses any subject matter that you could type in. It will search it and give you scriptures about what this means. I love the app and a lot of my studying, I use this as a study tool to go along with what I'm reading in the word of God. But it says, when you type in sexual immorality, it says, in the New Testament, the word most often translated sexual immorality is pornea. This word is also translated as whoredom, fornication, and idolatry. It means a surrendering of sexual purity. And it is primary use for premarital sexual relations. From this Greek word, we get the English word pornography, stemming from the concept of selling off. Sexual immorality is the selling off of your sexual purity. And it involves any type of sexual expression outside the boundaries of a biblically defined marriage relationship. What is a biblically defined marriage relationship? It has been established since the beginning of the of time. The covenant relationship between a husband and a wife. And that's it. Anything that goes on outside of that parameter is sexual immorality. When you have sex and it's not with your husband or a husband has sex and it's not your wife that is adultery if you're married that is fornication when you're not and it is premarital sex when you're having it without having it alone with your spouse okay so we're not willing to dig deep to understand the ramifications of what this means 
when you are going to church and you attend service and maybe you're even serving um, as a in the hospitality, uh, singing the worship music, uh, teaching, uh, evangelizing, whatever um, gift or talent you have that you're sharing, if you are living a life where you are living with someone because financially is good for you, because sexually it is great for you, and then you just basing it off of that, you are already selling yourself away and God did not create you for that. You could say, oh, that's archaic or that is just uh, nothing that I'm going to agree with. Well, let's see what the Bible talks about. In Ephesians 5 and starting in verse 1, it is already stating, therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. We are already supposed to walk what we are talking. Any of you who was named the name of Christ, who believed that Jesus not only died for your sins, but was raised on the third day, seated at the right hand of God, making intercessions for you because you can't always pray the way you ought to. And sometimes you can't even verbalize. There's groanings, there's moans, there's things deep within, there's pain, there's torment and distress that is so hard to convey. The spirit knows exactly what that is and how to convey it to the one and only God. And then here you come along thinking, I could do all things in Christ Jesus, but the only thing I'm not willing to do is stay pure. It's easy for you to sell off your purity, open up your legs, have a man plant that seed. And not only has he plant the seed, but many others after him. And then wonder why things are coming up, not all roses. And you're raising up a generation who thinks and acts just like that. And there are many baby daddies who don't raise their children, many baby mamas that don't know how to act like a woman and train up and raise up children. And then there's broken homes and the dynamics of relationship have changed. And there's this expression of I of freedom and having sex with whoever you want. And then there's diseases and, and consequences and everything that comes along with that. That mentality, that toxic thinking of, I could just sleep with anybody who I want and who are you to tell me? But you could consider molestation wrong. You could consider rape wrong. But when you talk about just having casual sex, you're not linking that up in the same realm. All of it's wrong. None of it is right. That is not what God created you for. That is not what sex has been created for. It is an act of worship between a husband and a wife. Anything else is not okay. So in verse two in Ephesians five, it says, walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. And hear this and hear this clearly in verse three. 
but sexual immorality and all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you. So here's the problem with you churchgoers who are going to church and the person next to you ain't even your husband and you're over here serving and praying and shouting and running and crying. But then you say you know God, but you are indeed an immoral, a sexually immoral person because it says, Sexual immorality and all impurity or covetous must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. This is talking to the church. Saints are the church. This is talking to the church people. So I'm going to talk to you church people. And I want you to understand this very clearly. You are a whore. Okay, you are a slut and this is not this slut shaming business that people want to have a movement about. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it is a duck. There is no gray area here. You're having babies out of wedlock. You are opening your legs to whoever you like. And then you think that it's not okay to label you as such because you are naming the name of Christ. You don't know Christ if you already don't know the mind of Christ. How can you know the mind of Christ? It is by the spirit. This is spiritual here. This is not flesh. This is not temporary satisfaction. This is not a fleeting uh, feeling in a moment in time, a romantic gesture. This is this is your life. This is your body. You were made. You were built. Do you not know that you were created to be used by the Spirit of God? You are not your own anymore. You were bought with the price. Jesus Christ laid his life, his very life and shed his blood. Him who knew no sin gave his life over for those of us who deserve eternal hell and damnation. But then the only sacrifice we could do is lifting up hands and act like we're worshiping and praising God. But we have a man who is not our husband living in our home just for gain, just to have sex, just to be financially secure at 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 the place you want to live in, to have the car that you want. You are prostituting yourself and you are whoring after the world and not after Christ. It shouldn't even be named among you. It shouldn't even be okay. And furthermore, not only the act, but you agreeing and not seeing nothing wrong with it. And even worse is that you even watch television shows that you binge watch, lose sleep over because it's basic pornography that is going on in these series where you have to see what's going on because it entices. It, it, it wakens up that part of you. So you just go ahead and lose yourself to whoever who could satisfy it just for a few moments. And that's all you're getting out of it. Verse four says, let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk or crude joking. We shouldn't even be discussing this outside of the bedroom. 
It should only be. And God, please forgive each and every one of us that we are not working out our salvation with fear and trembling. No, we consider Christianity a joke and we have weakened and not preserved the word, but we weaken God's word by living a lifestyle unfit for the kingdom. And God forgive us when we have conversations with friends and we gather and we discuss this and we have events and we watch shows and we post these memes and do everything except for what is right in God's eyes. We shouldn't be discussing it. It is foolishness to talk about um, and it's filthy. It is things that are out of place, the word of God says. Instead, let there be thanksgiving. Instead, lift up the fruit of your lips with praise to God for keeping you, for sustaining you to be pure enough to share that great love with your husband and a husband with a wife. For you may be sure of this in verse five. Let me say it again. For you may be sure of this. There is no deceit in this. There's no confusion. This is crystal clear. Be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure or who is covetous, which means an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. So don't be deceived with these empty words and anybody else who thinks this is okay. You are a child of wrath. You are not the daughter of the king of kings. You are not. Stop lying. And thinking just because you made a confession and you believed that not only did Jesus Christ die on the cross, but he rose on the third day. Oh, that's good to believe it and to know that. But then when it comes down to it, you're not living a life of repentance. You are not daily living your life being sanctified by the word of God. You are supposed to live your full course life. Not in part, but in whole. If you are saying you are believing in Christ Jesus, you know he died for your sins. He is the son of God. He died for you. He rose for you. He is seated at the right hand. He is a soon coming king. He's coming back again. He created a mansion for you in heaven. You are eternally secure. How do you know that? Just because you go to church, because you bump a gospel song, because you mention God maybe once in a great while, have you witnessed? Have you shared the gospel? Do you even understand what you're reading? Do you pray? Do you study? Do you devote? Do you meditate? Or do you straggle the line? You're straggling the fence. You got one planet in the world and one Um, thinking is planted in the word of God, but it's not taking root. You hear the word of God, but the words escape you so quick as it has entered into you because you're not grounded in the word of God. This is a lifestyle. You're supposed to live your full course life sanctified because those who are in Christ Jesus are justified, are redeemed in God. He took the penalty away by his blood, by shedding his blood for you when you were in your sins. 
Not because you didn't do anything, because you've done everything sinful. You are an enemy to God. You were separated from him. And you continue to be separated when you don't line yourself up with the word of God. You can't just speak it. There needs to be evidence. There needs to be fruit. It can't be just okay to binge watch and and post this and do this. And you know it's nothing but people just having reckless sex with so many different people and these talk shows and these events and everybody's just having a good old time and then say it doesn't affect you. It affects you. It's sowing what you reap, which excuse me, what you sow, you reap. It reaps in your life and you're sexually impotent and you're sexually uh, just, just feeding for a pleasure that only lasts but a moment. And then you turn around thinking you are, you are in right standing with God and you're so far from it. Don't be deceived. Take no part in unfruitful works of darkness. We need to expose this because we're losing people to sexual transmitted diseases. We are losing people to self-medicate and, and, and self-harm and self-inflict by just poking around their body parts and everything that, that walks by and see no wrong in it. And everything is wrong with it. You're giving yourself away. You're selling yourself off. And God is not pleased. He did not create you, establish you, perfect you in such manner. You ought to give yourself only to your husband and the husband only to his wife. That's the way it goes. Anything outside of that is sexual immorality. So we must be clear about this. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 3 and 4, we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commands. If we keep God's word and plant it in our hearts and we live it out daily and repent daily and grow convicted and come into agreement with God, then we could say we know him. But you cannot say you know God when you are living a lifestyle of sexual immorality. Whoever says I know him, but does not do what he commands is a liar. So not only are you sexual immoral, but you're a liar. The truth is not in you. It's time to repent, beloved. It's time to wake up out of your slumber. If you are agreeing with your flesh and with the world that it is okay to sleep with people because I feel like I could twist words and just go with what the world agrees with and feels that it's okay to just sleep around. I'm just going to sleep with whoever I feel is cute or whoever would just have me. Because of this burning desire, because of this passion. It's because of that very thing that was a gift and now it's twisted. 
Sex was given as a gift. Yes, it's pleasurable when it's between a husband and a wife. Yes, it is an act of love. Yes, it has many wonderful things about it when it's done right. But we have made it so wrong that we twist it and think, you know what? I feel what I feel and this is what I know and I'm going to run with it. And then you're decayed, you grow older, you're used up, you're abused, and you're damaged goods. You're not even worth nothing to nobody, and you know it deep down inside. Have I made the mistake? Of course. That's why I'm trying to tell you. I made the wrong mistakes before I met my husband when I was out in the world and didn't even know Jesus Christ. Yeah, I did that. And I was wrong. And I'm here to tell you, I can admit and know that was wrong. You can admit it. You can know it's wrong. And right now could be the day that you change. And not only for you, but for your children. You could change. They're already here. So it is what it is. You can't undo any of it, but you can make changes in your present. You may have aborted. You may have lived in a, rela- a, a lifestyle of homosexuality. You may have done all these things and slept with multiple people at multiple times or even at the same time. And I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter. If you make a decision right now in the presence of God to say, I no longer will live this life being in agreement with it. I feel the conviction. I want to repent. I want to align myself with God because it's not God who's a liar. I'm a liar. I have not uphold his commands. I'm not doing what his truth is saying to me. I'm defiled. I'm wrong. I'm in error. And I can make a change now. To teach these kids that you don't do what I did, which was sinful, which was wicked and an error. It keeps, it's keeping me away from a close relationship with Jesus Christ. You, I don't want you to live that way. You weren't created. You weren't built for that. You are created to be pure, holy in the presence of God. So you will give yourself only to your husband, you will give yourself only to your wife, the opposite sex, not the same sex, not to just somebody, a neighbor down the road, somebody who's going to come around one, two o'clock in the morning, hit it and quit it and leave and don't care nothing about you. I don't have to sell it at the corner. I don't have to make a quick buck from it. I don't have to expose myself and pictures and post it online. I don't have to share that with people who aren't my husband. I don't have to twerk it. I don't have to drop it like it's hot. I don't have to pierce it and tattoo it and and just have everybody know about it. Everybody knows about you and baby, it is not good. You say, I don't care. You know you do. It's wrong. It's filthy. It's degrading. You don't have to listen to it through your partners. You don't have to associate it with all these girls. You don't have to hear about it in music. You don't have to watch it every night on TV. They know what to do to stir things up in you. But God knows more. 
He is faithful and he is just. You don't have to sell yourself off. Give yourself to a holy God. You can have a lasting, healthy relationship where you can express yourself as free as you want, as many times as you want, however often you want with that person. Not multiple people and not outside of anybody that you're not willing to take their last name to put a ring on it. You're created for better. Stop selling yourself short. And men need to be raised up and trained up in how to uh, be in, in discipline and control enough to know that what this love that I got burning inside of me is, going, is only created for my wife. It's only created for the, the daughter of the king that he's going to bless me with, that who's going to help me, encourage me, support. We can establish a lifelong relationship full of love and truth and and witness to other marriages and other people to strengthen and to sharpen. You're created for not a temporary pleasure. You're created for a lasting covenant. You will not inherit the kingdom of God. Let's not be foolish here. Understand you've already lost. You're going to give an account for your actions, thoughts, and behaviors. Beloved, you were created to receive sex as a gift from your husband. And husbands, you are perfected and established to receive that same beautiful gift of intimacy from your wife. Nobody else. You are losing out on your eternal reward by agreeing and being controlled by your flesh and your passions and desires. Don't give in and don't give up. Give it all to Jesus Christ who will perfect and sustain you and has created the lifelong relationship built to last with another person, a person created just for you to love and share. Recovery is here. Redemption is here. You can have that but you must turn from your own thoughts and be not created to be sexually immoral, but to be sexually pure, moral, moral, holy, righteous before God. Beloved, I pray that who's ever walked the walk that I have, who's done less or more than I have, I pray that we all come to this conclusion. Sex is created as a gift from God. It is worship. Use it in the parameters he created it for since the beginning of time. Just because auntie and uncle and mommy and daddy did it that way does not mean that it's okay for you to carry on that legacy the same way. You are a masterpiece given to God for a spouse and not to be used and abused outside of that. Use what you're created for in sex. Use it for your husband and husband. Use it for your wife. God bless you. I pray this finds you well. And I pray that it will also find you even better than you were before.
take care of yourself.